Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Planet Pumas podcast. As always, I am your host, Migs. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the uh, game against America that was played in El Estadio Azteca. It's a game in which we lost, unfortunately. Um, but uh, before we get into the details here, let's go over the lineup. So Pumas uh, lined up with what looked like a 4 2 3 1. But um, it really wasn't. It wasn't really like that, though. I'll go. I'll go a little more in depth here. So we had Julio Gonzalez in goal. We had Pablo Benavendo as the right back, uh, Monroy as the left back, and then the center back pairing of Licha and Nathan. In midfield, we had Jose Caicedo, Ulises Rivas, and then um, up top we had Eduardo Salvio on the right, Chino Huerta on the left, and then Sofa score here has Rodrigo Lopez as as a as a center attacking midfielder. Uh, but really what it looked like to me was more of a, a trio. So I think what, what what it really looked like was Jose Caicedo as the deep-lying midfielder. And then you had Ulises Riva and Rodrigo Lopez um, in front of him. And then up top you had uh, Gabriel El Toro Fernandez. So <clears throat> this game started off kind of hot uh, because on the 11th minute, uh, Henry, Henry Martin scored... Uh, more thought he had scored. Uh, he uh, had kicked Monroy in the back of the head when he scored his goal, and so it was ruled uh, ruled away for with bar. Um, but before that, right before he was able to get a shot on, there was actually a, a tackle on him with on his shin, which should have been a penalty, but it wasn't. Um, and then uh, he made a big deal about that, and uh, you know they were very upset that the goal was ruled off. Um, and it was zero zero. He got a yellow card as well for um, for arguing with the um, with the ref, and so it started off kind of hot there. And then around uh, the thirty second minute, uh, Jose Caicedo got injured. He's going to be out for two weeks. But um, Arturo Ortiz came in, and I didn't think he did terrible in the first half. If I'm being honest, because he kind of went out wide to receive uh, balls and, and ping those long long passes and long balls that he he's usually really good at. But as the game progressed into the second half, I didn't feel that I felt like he did didn't do as good. Um, <clears throat> and then really, once that injury to Caicedo happened, um, the formation changed. So you had a line, a back five uh, with Arturo Ortiz uh, in in midfield, and really we um, stopped attacking. Um, I know that El Turco Mohamed came out and said in press conferences that um that we that America um went back and um and defended for most of the time. I don't necessarily think that's the case. They had thirteen shots. We had seventeen, but they had six shots on target and we had only two shots on target. Um I don't think they necessarily sat back and defended. I think that they um that they they played their game well, and I think they were the just winners. Unfortunately, as much as it sucks to lose against the bitter city city rivals, I mean they did play pretty well. And um, you know, with the back five in the second half, uh, more and more of those experiments that we or that we're seeing that this team can't play with a back five. And um, that's exactly what we did. We 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 messed around. We we tweaked the um, the lineup and the tactics and. Unfortunately, it did not work. Um, instead of replacing Caicedo, um, we brought in a defender and um, switched to a back five, which this team, for some reason, can never play in a back five. And so that was ultimately our downfall because after that, I felt like we weren't as attacking. We weren't as a big as an attacking threat 
as we were maybe in the second half, in the first half, excuse me. Um, but yeah, it just felt like we, we didn't really, we kind of didn't attack a whole lot um, the second half, and it, and it showed quite a bit. And then we were kind of holding out for that 0-0 draw, it seemed like. It, it really could have gone either way. I don't necessarily think that Pumas was holding out for the 0-0 draw. I should probably um, redact my statement there, but I think that we could have done a little more, if I'm being honest. And then... You know, Chino Huerta got a got a yellow card on the 67th minute, which I thought was very, very exaggerated. I, I didn't think that was a yellow card, but he did, and um, it was just terrible. But anyway, in the 73rd minute, um, there was a penalty that was reviewed and given to um, America. And if you're being very um, nitpicky, yes, it should have been a penalty because um, Julio Gonzalez did make contact with Cabecita Rodriguez and... Um, yeah, he should. It should have been ruled out, but that was very like very nitpicky. I think <clears throat> in other circumstances, maybe that could have ruled out, been ruled as not a penalty. And I think the the referee, which was awful, uh, if I'm being honest, uh, for both sides, not just Pumas, but for both sides, it was very awful. I think that he kind of had that um, the error in his head from earlier when he uh, missed the foul on Henry Martin, and I think he went back, he reviewed it, and he marked it as a penalty. Now, I, I definitely had a lot of confidence in uh, Julio Gonzalez because he's in great form. And I knew uh, for a fact, I wasn't worried he was going to stop it. I knew he was going to stop it. I wasn't really worried. I, he was in a great moment. He was, um, he's been stellar this season. And he did stop it. Um, you know, he's, he uh, stopped the penalty. It hit the, cr- it hit the post. And then it just so happened to fall to Cabecita. Is just luck. I mean, there's really not much you can really ask of your goalkeeper. He saved the penalty. It hit the post. You know, what else is he supposed to do? And it it literally, it could not have been served better to Cabecita. I mean, he scored immediately after that rebound. And um, he was kind of telling Julio off, and he was making a lot of fun, making fun of him. And Julio Gonzalez didn't... Um, wasn't one to shy away, and he, he he did speak to him, and it did get a little heated there for a second. But um, after that, if I'm being honest, I, I knew that there was little chance of victory just because of the way the game had been going, the time that it had come, and Pumas didn't really seem like they were going to be doing a whole lot of attacking. Um, it just didn't seem plausible for this team to be able to tie it up. It would have been great, but unfortunately, it wasn't. And my prediction was correct. We did not. We weren't able to. Um, win that match and um the game was very heated um very um very passionate at the end there uh, uh turco got into a discussion with the um with the bench of america and, and it was getting really heated there it was kind of worrying for a second um <clears throat> but yeah i mean it was very unfortunate that that, that we had to lose that game Mainly because I think this was a game where we could have built more momentum and um, really done something different and um, really just build off of the two victories. I mean, this this was the game to um, give a punch of authority and really show the league that we mean business. Um, and in and in a week where you're where nine points are up for grab and now you're only able to win to 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 make six out of the nine uh, points, it's it's really important that we win these next couple games. 
Um, but yeah, it's just a very disappointing result. Not only because of the three points, but like I said, this is our city rivals. This is a derby. Um, as much as uh, some people from America want to say that this isn't uh, a derby or isn't a classico, it is. It definitely is, and it shows in the way that they react and in the way that in the build up to the match. Um, you know, when the Goya goes around the stadium, you know, America always plays the, their sound system to try to drown that out. Um, and as much as they want to say it's not, it is. I think one of the the more passionate. Um, games in Mexico, I think maybe even more passionate than the Chivas America and Chivas Atlas, you know, all that type of stuff. I think it's a very uh, interesting game and I, and, I, and I like the rivalry. It's really nice. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. We, this loss stings more than others just because of the rival. But um, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I feel like the, 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 the changes were a little delayed, if I'm being honest as well. I think that we could have made those changes a lot quicker, a lot sooner. And I think it was the case of a little too late, right when he when Turco was making those changes or was looking to make those changes, boom, penalty awarded, you know, and it's just terrible. Um, but yeah, that, that's basically the timeline of the game. Um, a little bit after the press conference, El Turco had said that um, the referee had come out to um, to follow orders from America. You know, he had come out and said that America. Um, didn't come out and, 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 and attack, and, he, and they sat back and defended. I don't agree with that sentiment, that second sentiment anyways. Um, and um, I think that they, they played relatively better than us, and I think, yeah, they were the deserved winners, unfortunately. Um, but on to the first part of what he said, you know, the referee followed orders. I think in, in some ways he's kind of right, um, because I know that Henry Martin was definitely calling the attention of the referee, saying that he made a mistake and that he, he owed them one or something like along those lines. Um, something like that. <clears throat> and I think that the referee did want to make up for the earlier mistake that he did. Um, and, and, and if we're being honest, there was a play there towards the end where uh, the Neno headed the ball, but... Um, who was it? I don't know what defender it was, but they had um, they pushed him from behind. And given the criteria that the referee was following throughout that game, that should have been marked as a penalty. I mean, you know, that that's definitely uh, another call where you're really like, if you really, really nitpicky, yeah, it's a penalty. But the way that the game had been going, the referee should have marked that as a penalty. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Um, and like I said, the refer the refereeing in this game was terrible for both sides, not just Pumas. It was just terrible all around. He lost control of the game really quickly, and I think he tried to make up for a lot of mistakes throughout the game, and it just didn't pan out, and it was just awful. Um, but yeah, let's move on to individual performances. Uh, Pablo Enevendo, oh my gosh, it's just... Um, there's a game where they beat him. Um, you know, he they he he gets beat, and I think that kind of falls when the penalty happens. You know, that that's on his section. Um, they just he's just so easily beat on the one v ones. They they're able to dribble past him really quickly, and he's just defensively, it's just really lackluster. And then offensively, it's even worse. You know, I could see maybe if he was like Alan Mosso, where Alan Mosso was more of a wing back. You know, he'd he'd bombard forward. And, and give you a few assists um, per season, more than a few assists, probably like six or seven assists. But defensively, you know, it was just very d- difficult for him to 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 mark and 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 hold his position and stuff like that. But you know, it was it was one thing. You know, he could, he contributed in different ways that weren't defensively. Um, so that was that kind of made up for him. But with this right back here. Defensively, it's a lot to be desired. Leaves a lot to be desired, and then offensively, um, is even is even you know he's even worse at that. 
And I think he had a, 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 a bad game. I think everyone, just about everyone here, had a bad game this game. Um, except for Julio Gonzalez and maybe Eduardo Salvio. Um, I think all of them had a pretty bad game. Um, Nathan Silva and um, Licha, that, uh, that, that ball from where um, that was played into Cabecita uh, that Julio had to come out and make the penalty... I felt like maybe the, the the back line could have done a little more to clear that, and, it, and it's just terrible that that had to fall. Um, so I think maybe this is probably one of the 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 le- my least favorite games from the, the the two center back pairings. But you know they've been really good for most of the season or all of the season. So you know I can't I can't really pile on them for for one bad game. Unfortunately, it's not just them; it's the whole team. So yeah. The center back pairings, I think they could have done a little more. Um, Pablo Monroy, I really like him, um, the way he plays. I think he's a lot more efficient on the right than he is on the left because that's not his natural position. I think it's kind of a little... It takes him a while to, to get in rhythm and um, to be able to to really explode his potential on the left is, is really not, not his position. I think that him playing off, of, off on the right is really what he needs to, he needs to be. And um, as a left back, he does okay defensively, but offensively, I think he, he needs to be playing on that right back position, honestly. Um, Julio Gonzalez played a really terrific game, I think. I think in, in, in the goals in the goal in the one goal I don't think there was much more that you could ask for him I don't know if I mentioned this already but I mean he saved the penalty um it just hit the post and it happened to fall to Cabecita Rodriguez and he scored um I knew he was gonna save it because he's in great form I think he's our best player which is really nice I mean it must have been really difficult for him when he when Sebas um Sebas came in and there was a starting goalkeeper and then he was relegated to the bench and then Antonio Mohamed came in and Sebas left and then uh, we brought back Gil Alcala and now that that he served as an internal competition I think he might be just slightly better if I'm being honest but I think they're about the same level and having Gil here probably um, raised his level and I think he understood um, Julio he understood that you know this is an opportunity of a lifetime he can't he can't falter here and so he played a really good game in the pen, even in, when he came out for for the, for the ball when he committed the penalty on Cabecita I think he did right I think he did everything correctly I think if he would have stayed on his line and not come out and rushed him I think Cabecita probably would have buried that um and I think he came out and he he risked it he risked it and it almost paid off he 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 made a big risk and it almost paid off and I can't really fault him in this game because he he played Perfectly, I think he played almost a perfect game. If I think he, he did really well, and he and and he'll be disappointed that he couldn't hold the the clean sheet, unfortunately. But um, I think he'll probably be even more disappointed that he saved the ball, um, saved the penalty. But it just so happened to fall perfectly for Cabecita, and that's just frustrating. Um, and I feel for him, our best player, without a shadow of a doubt, our best player that night, which um, is not a good sign when your goalkeeper is the best player. Um, Jose Caicedo, I think he was doing good. Um, his injury came, it was just unfortunate. I think had he not been injured, our, our tactics and the way we approached the game wouldn't have changed. Um, it's just really unfortunate that that had to happen. Ulises Rivas, he was a ghost. He was a ghost. I, I, I don't remember him being involved in much of anything. I don't really remember him being involved at all. Um, 
it's it, it amazes me that this guy is starting in this team. I, I don't I don't know what Rafa Puente saw in him, and I honestly don't know what Turco Mohamed sees in him. Um, I'm just surprised that he started in this game. Honestly, I, I don't know why, but I don't even remember seeing him most of the game. I, I you could have I you could have told me that he wasn't playing, and I would have believed you because I, I don't remember much of of him this game. He was he was non-existent. I feel. Um, and then let's move up forward. So on the right-hand side, we had Eduardo Salvio. There was a few times where he dribbled past his man really well. Um, and I know that, oh, yeah, yeah, dribbling, dribbling this, dribbling that, really, really um, showboating type of play. Um, it's kind of it gets annoying sometimes. But I think he did relatively well um, in a few plays. And I think throughout that game, I think he he did relatively well compared to all the other teammates. I think towards the end where he tried to um, kind of do a play on his own, that kind of, he squandered it. I think that might have left a sour taste in people's mouths. Um but yeah, not a terrible game from him. And I think he's been coming from less to more. I think he's getting progressively better. Um, and then we'll go on to Rodrigo Lopez. Mm, not not a great game from him either. Um, really, couldn't really tell if he was on the pitch that much either, um, honestly. Not, not, not a great game. Um, I think... I think he needs to be paired with Caicedo, and um, I, I I don't like this midfield three. No, I don't. I don't think Ulises Rivas, Jose Caicedo, and Rodrigo Lopez should be playing many games together. I think it should be Jose Caicedo and Rodrigo Lopez, and if it's not Rodrigo, then somebody else. But not Ulises, not Ulises Rivas. And then Chino Huerta, um, yeah, just very disappointed. I think maybe it's because the bar is so um, high for him that. Um, that when he when he doesn't play to that level, we're all kind of disappointed. I think um, that yellow card that he received again, that was very, very nitpicky. I don't even think that warranted a yellow card, honestly. Now now we lose him for the next game. Um, but yeah, not, not a great game from him. And again, I think it's because the bar is so high um, and we have such a big dependency on this player. You know, um, we depend a lot on him, you know, play it out to Chino. Hopefully he can dribble past his man and, and make something out of nothing. You know, we can't depend on one player, you know, because what happens if that player leaves is injured or suspended. You know, you, you have to um, involve other players. And this is where Eduardo Salvio um, and Del Prete need to step up. Um, now that he's going to be suspended, I think this is going to be an opportunity for Del Prete. Um, but this is where they need to step up. We need to we need to share that responsibility and spread the responsibility across the team. It can't just be relied upon one player to, to do everything. Um, so, yeah, it's unfortunate. He's suspended. Not a great game for him, but, you know, we move. He's been phenomenal this season. I'm not going to really dig into him too much. Toro Fernandez as well. Um, I think he played all right. He showed a lot of passion. He showed a lot of determination. Um, there was a few times where... Um, well, not a few times, but there's one time that that comes to mind, and I'm bringing this up uh, because it just bothers me, um, where Ergas had come in. And, um, you know, you having... Um, El Toro and Dineno, who who are great headers of the ball, and he and he we're not whipping in those 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 crosses. Um, I don't know. You have two of uh, two two players that are really good in aerial duels, and you're not whipping in crosses. Yeah, that just bugged me. Um, I don't think he did terrible. I think he he's doing a lot better than what I thought he did. Um, coming off the season with Juarez, where he scored what like only a couple times or maybe three times. 
Um, and he scored quite a bit here. It feels like he scored quite a bit. How many goals does this guy have? Um, but I'm kind of, you know, um, going off track here. I think that he, um, I think he played really well. Well, not really well. I mean, relatively well compared to everybody else. I think that, um, today, to that, that game just not, was not one for us. I think, um, I think as, as a group, we play terrible. Um, and then the the moving of the tactics is really what did us in. I think. I think moving to that back five was, was really detrimental to us. I, I'm I'm done with the experiments. We've clearly tried this back five, not just with Turco but with Rafa Puente, and it just doesn't work. We don't have the players to play the system. Um, some of these players are not equipped to play certain roles in a back five. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Um, you know we need to, we need to either train on that more often or get the the type of players that can play this type of system but it, it just doesn't work um so yeah that that's basically my opinion of of each individual player um i guess we can take a look at the substitutes elgas did really bad um jeez yeah, terrible game from him um Nineno did what he could i think um, you know he tried jesus molina which i think will probably start the next game because um guys said those out he did relatively well as well um just arturo ortiz and ergas both were underwhelming arturo ortiz i thought was going to play a little better when he um when he first came out i thought he did relatively well in the first half and it just didn't work out and then ergas again not really working out um Still need a new left back. We need to put ads for a new left back. Um, we, we need to do something because it's just not working out. It just seems like no matter what happens, our our left back position is in shambles. And I think it's been that way since what? Since we've had um, Luis Fuentes. Luis Fuentes when he was still here. Um, and um, ever since then, I think it's been nothing non-existent. That position is, is non-existent for us, it seems like. you know We can't find players to... To, to fit to play there and to play well consistently it's just not not working out so yeah i think it was a game that was winnable but unfortunately we did not and i think america were the deserved um the deserved winners in this game i think all of their players played really well and i think they played um they played their tactics really well um but yeah now on to the next one you know it's unfortunate uh, we've got another game this wednesday though against Querétaro. Um, the team that eliminated us from the Leafs Cup. Um, we need to win this game. We need to win this game. Well, we're still in the top six, which if if it finishes like this, we'll, we'll qualify directly. And Querétaro is 12. They are only one point off of um, 10th, which would mean they get to play an extra game to qualify for the next round of the tournament. So they'll definitely be looking to, to scrap a point or maybe win the game against us. Um, it's a good thing that it's at home. Uh, we have built quite of uh, a, rep- a reputation for ourselves at home. I think we'll win. Excuse me. I think we'll win that game. Um, regardless, um, I think I think we'll win it. I think we'll win it. Um, and then you know this is a, the, the type of game where Salvio del Prete, you know, the, the, now that she knows suspended, this is the game that they need to step up um, and, and really showcase their skills. But anyway, I think we'll win that game. Um, hopefully, we win it comfortably. I do think that it's we're going to be met with some resistance from, from Querétaro. Um, and, um, but ultimately, I think that this is a game that we will win and that we should be winning. And then after that, um, because midweek we visit Querétaro, 
visits, visits us, and then we go to um, El Azteca again to face Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul, who just came off of beating um, San Luis, who were top of the table. And Cruz Azul at the time was um, bottom of the table. They only got eight points. They're having a terrible season. They did beat the leaders, but so did we. We beat the leaders too, um, as well. And they faced Necaxa uh, next, and they visit Necaxa. So I think this is still a game that is winnable. Um, I think we could win it. If they win this next game against Necaxa, um, I'd be a little wor- I'd be a lot more worried about maybe a victory, possibly a tie. Um, if they win this next game, I think that it'll be um, a spicier game. I think that it'll be a lot more troublesome to get a victory. And I think if they win this next game and, and they play well, I think it, you know we might just have to settle for a draw. But I think it is winnable. Uh, it just depends on how they play this next game, and I guess it also depends on how we play this next game. If we, if, if we, depending on how we win or if we win, and how we play, if it's convincing, um, I think that we we stand a good shot. But we need to be Querétaro first. Um, and and um, regardless of what they do against Necaxa, we need to really put on a show for Querétaro and our fans and really showcase that we mean business. We need to get six out of the out of the nine points. We've we've already lost three points. We need to get this these next six six points um, to keep our aspirations alive of qualifying directly. Um, yeah, really disappointing game. It sucks. It sucks to lose against the bitter rivals. Um, they were the better team, unfortunately. Um, we, we just weren't good enough on the day, and that's the reality of it. Um, but yeah, hopefully this Wednesday we are able to beat Querétaro and, 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 and put this loss past us and move forward. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, have a great rest of your days. Peace out. Bye-bye.